Left of the lane to the elbow to Austin Rogers. Right corner to Steven Spidell for the three. Got it. Miller drives right in the lane. He's going to put it up on the rim and in. Left wing to Clay Miller. Right wing to Spidell. Top of the key. Camacho drives left of the lane. Put it up with the right hand on the floater. Got it to go. Rogers drives the lane. Put up a semi-hook shot on the rim. No. Rebound. Reber and Carlson. Reber struggled it away from it and put it up and in. What a hustle play by Reber. UltimateSportsTalk.com now presents... Golden Bears High School Basketball. This game is being brought to you by Miller Custom Exteriors, Troyer Signs, Dutch Quality Stone in Mount Eaton, Deb's Den in Apple Creek, Weaver Custom Homes, Reaver Mill Transport, Playzac Kitchen in Apple Creek, Troyer Roofing, The Spidell Funeral Home, Yoder Builders, The Harvest Market in Apple Creek, The Fire and Ice Pub in Fredericksburg, Ivan Weaver Construction, Murphy's Promotions, the Apple Creek Drive-Thru, Casa de Sassi, and the Shout Brothers Farm. Now let's go to the floor for tonight's Waynedale Golden Bears High School Basketball Game. Hi again, everyone, and welcome to Waynedale High School. I'm Dave Mitchell, and tonight we've got Wayne County Athletic League Basketball for you as the... Golden Bears entertain the Chippewa Chips. The Chips come into tonight's ballgame 2-1 and one overall on the year, while the Bears are 1-2, and two, but both teams are 0-1 in the Wayne County Athletic League game. So even though this is game four for both ball clubs, this is a very, very pivotal game for both as far as the conference is concerned because neither team wants to go 0-2 in the league behind the likes of Northwestern, Norway, and Dalton. And as a matter of fact, those teams are all underway tonight, and we're going to check the schedule. We'll do all that. Plus, we'll have the starting lineups and the tip-offs for tonight's ball game from Waynedale High School. I'm Dave Mitchell, and we'll be back right after this. Okay, so this noodle bowl, one of my faves. I start with a nice lean pork tenderloin. Look at that. Nice, right? Saute on medium-high. Brown, ooh, browning. Nicely. Now the broth. It's Asian-inspired and perfect with pork. A dash more sauce. Pork always brings authentic flavor, even when you're home, alone, hosting a fake cooking show. Fresh basil, a lime wedge perfection. Find your flavor at porkbeinspired.com. Pork, be inspired. Time for a new kitchen or bath? Look no further than Clayzac Kitchen and Bathroom in Apple Creek. With over 20 years of experience in design and installation, Clayzac is a full-service remodeler, adding value to every job while providing extraordinary service. Clayzac Kitchen and Bathroom uses top-quality products from locally-owned suppliers to make your remodel one of a kind. Clayzac will design your project on their 3D computer program. You'll see your finished project before the work begins. Give Clayzac Kitchen and Bathroom a call today, 264-4691. And check us out on Facebook or at clayzac.com. That's C-L-A-Z-A-K dot com. 
Troyer Roofing and Construction is your trusted expert for commercial and residential roofing needs in the area. They specialize in new roofs, repairs, and replacements with either shingles or steel. Troyer Roofing can even perform an energy-efficient restoration that can add years to your existing roof. Family-owned and operated for over 20 years, Troyer Roofing and Construction provides free quotes and professional service. For all your commercial and residential roofing needs, call the best. Troyer Roofing and Construction, 857-7865, or see their website, TroyerRoof.com. Well, the crowd filling in nicely here tonight at Waynedale High School, even though the weather is supposed to be getting worse and worse the farther we get into the evening. As a matter of fact, the Waynedale Dual Meet tomorrow, in which they'll be inducting the 2016 Hall of Fame class, that'll get underway tomorrow at 11 o'clock instead of the scheduled 10 o'clock. Let's take a look at the starting lineups for tonight's ball game. First of all, for the visiting Chippewa Chips, they lost Tuesday night to Norway, 56 to 52. They're two and one on the year, 0 and one in conference play, and they will go at the forwards. Number 33, a 6'2 junior, Spencer Bailey. He had 16 points in the game against Norway on Tuesday night. Brock, uh, Ben Epling will be the man. At the other forward, a 6'3 senior. He's number 34. At the middle will be number 23, Connor Hutzel. Hutzel is a 6'0 senior. In the backboard, it's number 3, Stephen Rose. Rose, a 5'8 junior. He had 15 against Norway on Tuesday night. And Charlie Henniger, number 2, will run the point. He's a sophomore, 5 feet, 8 inches tall. So it's Bailey and Epling at the forwards. Hutzel in the middle. Rose and Henniger at the guard positions. Four. Chippewa coach Lee Foster in his third year at the helm. 21 wins against 28 career defeats. He is assisted by Justin Greenfelder, Tom Hegarty, and Phil Shorey. Now for the Waynedale Golden Bears. 1-2 and two on the year. 0-1 in conference play. Coming in after that exciting win over Manchester on Tuesday night. 72-71. to They will start at the forwards. Number 32, Stephen Spidell. Spidell, a 6'2 senior. He is averaging 7 points a ball game this year. At the other forward will be Derek Reber. The 6'3 sophomore is number 11. Reber averaging 15 points a game. He's leading the team in scoring. He's the only man in double figures average so far this year for the Bears. In the middle, it's Adam Mullet, number 41, a 6'3 senior. Mullet on the year averaging 9.3 points per ball game. Ryan Weaver will be at one guard. Of course, he's the guy who hit the shot on Tuesday night. That won the game for the Bears, a 5'10 junior, number 23. Weaver is averaging 3.3 points a game. And Colton Purdy will give it a go again here tonight. He's a six foot senior at the point, number 10. Purdy is averaging this year 9.67 points per ball game. So it's Spidell and Reaver at the forwards. Mullet in the middle. Weaver and Purdy at the guard positions for head coach. Kevin Stacy. In his first year, he is one and two on the year. He is assisted by Rick Geyser. These two teams played twice last year. On December 22nd, the Bears won it 54 to 41. And on January 29th, the Bears also won it by a final of 59 to 44. And the next time these two teams meet will be later on in the year, and that will be at Chippewa, and it'll be a Saturday night on January 21st. That's the next time that these two teams will meet. Our next broadcast game for the girls will be tomorrow morning at 11.30. 
and that will be from Canton Central Catholic over in Stark County. We'll be on the air with the pregame show at 11:10. The Lady Bears are coming off a big win last night over Hillsdale, 88 to 17, and they'll take on the Crusaders, who are one and four on the year. Sid Klein's ball club is now four and three on the season. The JV game went to Wayndale. They're now two and two. The Bears won it by a final score of 41 to 35. So we're about set to go in this one. Chippewa in their dark blue road uniforms with white numerals and trim. The Bears in their home white uniforms with brown numerals and gold trim. Reber in the center circle. In there with Ben Epling. Bears will be going from left to right across your computer screen. Chippewa wins the tip into the backcourt. It goes to Rose and we're underway from Waynedale here tonight. Bears start out in a 2-3 zone with the basketball on the left-hand side is Spencer Bailey down in the corner and he goes back out front to Hunsell. Hunsell gets it down into the corner for a three-pointer by Henniger. No good. Rebound goes out of bounds and it was last touch by Connor Hunsell so it will go back to Waynedale for the first time tonight. Full court pressure put on by the Chips. The Bears break it easily though. Weaver up the floor to Purdy. Tried to get it up the floor into the hands and out of the hands of Adam Mullet and out of bounds and it will go back to Chippewa on the first turnover of the evening. 7.32 to go in the first quarter from Waynedale and the Chips and the Bears. No score so far in this one. Into the front court is Rose. Rose with a left hand dribble. Goes on the left hand side to Epling. Epling gets it down into the right corner to Bailey. Bailey back outside. It goes to Hunsell and it was knocked free by Ryan Weaver and out of bounds. So the ball will stay with Chippewa right in the front court. And putting the ball in play will be Rose. Rose dips it into the backcourt to Epling and Rose will go back into the backcourt and get it and then get it across the timeline to Hunsell. Hunsell Left of the circle to Epling. Got the ball knocked free, but it goes right into the hands of Hunsell. Crossover dribble in front of Ryan Miller. Down into the left corner to Bailey. Bailey back out front. Now it goes to Hunsell. Back over on the left baseline to Bailey. He's going to drive left baseline. Put up no good, but the rebound pulled out of the air and put into the basket by Ben Epling. That's his first two of the ball game, and Chippewa has taken the first lead at 2-0. Again, full court pressure put on by the Chips, but the Bears break it with Spidell into the front court. Off to Adam Mullet on the right side. Now Chippewa is going to fall into a 2-3 zone. Purdy out near the center circle with the left-hand dribble. Goes over to the left-hand side of the front court. Now dribbles top of the circle with the right hand. Bounce pass sideline left to Reber. Back out top of the key to Purdy. Swings it around the right to Weaver. Dribbles down to the right block. Back to the free throw line to Reber. And he kicks it out front to Purdy. Purdy with it now between the circles. Bounce pass left to the lane to Mullet. Got the ball taken away by Henniger. Henniger will bring it up on the run. Get it over on the left-hand side to Bailey. Down into the left corner to Rose. He'll put it up from 15. Missed everything. And the rebound pulled out of the air by Steven Spidell. Steven will get it up the floor to Purdy on the right side to Reber. Bounce pass underneath to Spidell. He'll shoot it from 10 right of the lane. Nope. And the ball is taken down off the glass by Connor Hunsell. Hunsell will get it up the floor to Bailey. Tried to get it up there, but knocked away by Reber. He's going to drive the lane, lay it up, got knocked on his behind, and a foul will be called on the way to the bucket on Connor Hunsell. That's his first and the team's first here in the ballgame, and it will be Derek Reber going line right shooting two shots on the year Reber 15 of 25 from the line for 60% he's leading the Bears in scoring this year and he 
puts that one up and missed it. No good. 5.49 to go in the first quarter. 2-0 chips. Second one by Reber. That one is spun in and out. No good. Spidell tried to tip it up in the end, but it came up an air ball and pulled out of the air by Bailey. Bailey will get it up the floor. Knocked free by Reber and out of bounds. Reber's had 19 points in two games this year. Unfortunately, those two games he fouled out in. Chippewa with the ball in the front court on the near side, right in front of the Wayndale bench, and they inbound the basketball to Rose. Rose between the circles goes to Hunsell, right baseline to Bailey, now to Epling. Epling right of the lane, he'll drive inside, got the shot blocked by Mullet, pulled back down by Epling, he'll go back up, and a foul will be called on Mullet again. Now check that, it won't be on Mullet, it'll be on Reber. Reber with his first personal, and the first against the Bears as a team, so give Adam Mullet a block shot. And going line left will be Ben Epling. He's got the only two points in the ball game, and he'll shoot two from line left. Put it up. No good. He kind of spun that off the, like a curveball going up to the rim, and it spun around and out. 5.28 to go in the quarter. 2 nothing Chippewa. Second one by Epling. Line left is around the rim. Falls in. Epling's got three in the ball game, and it's 3 nothing Chippewa. Spidell in the backcourt off to Purdy. Purdy gets it back over on the right side of the backcourt. Bears have got to hurry up and get it across. Purdy's going to bring it up, and a foul will be called on a reach-in against the Chips. And it will be on Charlie Henniger. Henniger with his first. We saw Henniger play baseball the past spring, and he's a pretty good athlete. But he got called for the foul that time. With it is Purdy, left of the front court. Off to Ryan Weaver, sideline left, back out to Purdy. Across the center circle. And he gets it over on the right side of the lane to Spidell. He spins, gets it back out to Reber. He'll dribble inside the lane, pop the five-footer, hung on the rim, no good. Rebound, batter around, and comes out back out to the left side to Purdy. Purdy with it, now dribbles out between the circles, and he'll reset the offense. Right wing to Reber, he'll shoot the three, spun it in and out. Rebound loose on the baseline, and it's picked up by Hunsell. Hunsell gets it up the floor to Henniger. He'll put it up from the right side, no good, and the rebound came out long to Purdy. Right now, the tempo is fitting what the Bears want to do. And now Purdy tried to get the ball on the right side to Reaver, but couldn't, and then dropped it and double-dribbled with the basketball. That's three turnovers on the Bears tonight compared to just one on Chippewa so far. Bears have come into the year, this ball game, averaging 13 turnovers a game, and they're forcing 13 turnovers a game. With it on the right baseline is Epling. He'll put it up in front of Mullet. No good. Rebound tapped off the glass. Back out onto the left-hand side to Bailey. He'll put it up from 12. Got it. Bailey's got his first two, and it's 5-0. Chippewa, don't forget, they had an 11-0 lead. Inbounds pass stolen away by Epling. Gets it back over on the left-hand side to Rose. Hits the three from the left wing. And the officials, oh, that's... The officials blew their whistle because the net was caught up on the rim. So now it's 8-0. Chippewa got out to an 11-0 lead against Norwin in the first quarter and then lost the game 56-52 on Tuesday. They're doing the same thing here in the first quarter. Reber into the front court to Weaver. He'll drive left of the lane, laid up with the left hand. Good. Ryan Weaver, he's got two. Bears finally off the schneid at 8-2. Chippewa with the lead, and now the Bears will go with a... 1-1-1-2 full court press. 3.45 to go in the first 
quarter of play. Weaver got the ball knocked free, stole it away up to Purdy. Purdy back over to Reber, into the left corner to Spidell for three, hit it off the back iron, no. Rebound tapped out front, and it comes down to Rose. Rose will bring it up the other way for the chips. On the run, gets it to the left wing to Bailey, now top of the circle. It'll go to Brock Linderman, who's into the ballgame. Linderman gets it on the left-hand side to Bailey for the three left of the circle. No. And it comes down to Adam Mullen. Mullen clears it up the floor. All alone underneath the bucket into the front court is Weaver. And he'll lay it in on a nice feed from Purdy. 8-4. Chips lead it with 3-10 to go in this first quarter. With it is... Chippewa and Hunsell gets it up the floor to Bailey. Now back to Epling. He'll lay it up left of the lane with the right hand. Nope. And the ball is taken down by Steven Spidell. He'll get it off to Purdy up the right side, right in front of the scorer's table. Now left of the front court to Reber. Over to Weaver. Left sideline. Dribbles up to the wing at the arc. Inside the circle to Mullet. Got, to, got it back on the give and go to Weaver. Laid it up. Nope. And the rebound taken down by Epling. He clears it up the floor to Bailey. Now down on the right-hand side to Hunsell. He'll dribble left baseline. Got the ball knocked free. Stolen away by Weaver. Weaver will bring it up on the run. Now get it off the Mullet. Mullet got it knocked free and over into the hands of Purdy. Sideline left. Purdy with it between the circles. Now inside the center circle against the zone of Chippewa. Looking over on the right-hand side, it's Weaver. He tried to get a pass underneath the mullet, but it's kicked out of bounds by Epling. Camacho and Drew Hostetler will check in to the game for the Bears. Purdy and Spidell are out. Kate Durbin, a 5'7 sophomore, in for the Chips. And sitting down is Stephen Rose with those three points. 2.19 to go in the quarter. Weaver putting it in right of his own bucket. Tried to inbound it into the left corner to Hostetler, and it was knocked out of bounds by Hunsell. Epling has got three points tonight. So does Rose. Bailey's got the other two for the chips, and they lead it 8-4. to four. Hostetler puts it in deep in the right-hand corner, and he'll lob it out front between the circles to Mullet. Goes left wing to Weaver. Bounce pass on the left baseline to Hostetler. Back out front, stolen away by the chips and Hunsell. Hunsell will bring it across and gets it off to Durbin. Left wing on the left-hand side to Bailey. Now back out front, Durbin swings it around the right to Hunsell. Hunsell right of the front court. Gets a baseball pass over on the right-hand side to Brock Lindemann. He'll shoot it from three. Got it. Lindemann with three in the ball game, and it's 11-4. to four. Chippewa in front of it. Up the floor, Weaver. Sideline left. Got a pass up the floor. Intercepted by Epling. That's four turnovers in the quarter by the Bears. Durbin on the right-hand side. Gets it over to Hunsell. Hunsell bounce pass into the corner to Epling. Now right back outside to Hunsell. Left of the circle to Durbin. Left baseline. It goes to Bailey for three off the back iron. No good, and Adam Mullet takes down the rebound. Well, this tempo fits the Bears, but the Chips right now with a seven-point lead. Mullet's going to drive left of the lane. He'll lay it up with the right hand. Good. Mullet with rather a circus layup, and it's 11-6. to Chippewa on front in the backcourt against the full-court pressure. Now the Chips break it. Hunsell gets it up to Durbin. Durbin left of the circle. He'll drive the lane, put up the floater inside the lane. Got it. Durbin with his first two, and it's 13-6, Chippewa. Again, the full-court pressure by the Chips. Reber's going to break it up the floor from left to right. Goes left-hand side to Hostetler, right back to Reber, and Reber thought he was going someplace else, and it ends up near the scorer's table on the turnover. Clay Miller coming into the ball game, and sitting will be Ryan Weaver. So it's Camacho, Weaver, or Camacho, I'm sorry, along with Miller, Hostetler, Mullet, and Reber out on the floor for the Bears right now. Chips have the basketball on the left side. It goes to Bailey, left out to the left wing to Durbin. 
now to Lindemann. Lindemann goes back to Durbin. He'll shoot the three. No good air ball and out of bounds. So the Bears get the ball back with 35.4 seconds to go. Down by seven, 13-6. Hostetler in the backcourt. 1-2-2 full court pressure put on by the Chips. Behind the back dribble by Reber. Up the floor to Clay Miller. Miller top of the circle. Right baseline to Camacho. Right back to Reber. He'll lay it up right side. No good. It was short. Rebound taken down by Epling. Clears it off up the floor. And it goes to Lindemann. Lindemann got the ball blocked out of the air by Hostetler. Pulled out by Camacho. Top of the key. 14 seconds to go in the quarter. Now to Hostetler. He'll drive left baseline. Ball knocked free. And stolen away by Chippewa's Bailey. Bailey will bring it up on the run with 10 seconds to go. Make it 5 seconds. Now to Durbin. Durbin with it left wing. He'll stop. Get it over on the left-hand side. And a foul will be called on Chippewa with .9 seconds to go. In the quarter. And the foul will be called against Reber, I believe. And the inbounds pass made on the left-hand side to Henniger. No good. And that is the end of the quarter. So the end of the first quarter has arrived and your score. It's now Chippewa 13, Waynedale 6. Since 1970, Ivan Weber Construction in Fredericksburg has been a general contractor, earning a reputation for honesty and integrity. They instill those two words into every job. Ivan Weaver Construction is committed to providing quality construction services, specializing in functional buildings at the best possible value. At Ivan Weaver Construction, the goal on every project is to provide first-class, timely, knowledgeable service. Working to build long-term relationships. Ivan Weaver Construction in Fredericksburg, 330-695-3461. On your way home and need something in a hurry, the Apple Creek Drive-Thru is the stop for you. Art Weaver and the Apple Creek Drive-Thru have been serving the community for 26 years. Stay in your car and let the friendly people at the Apple Creek Drive-Thru get what you need. From snacks, beverages, pizza, anything you may want. Just like the Bears, hard work is no stranger to Art Weaver and the Apple Creek Drive-Thru. So on your way home from the game, work, or you're just in a hurry, stop by the Apple Creek Drive-Thru, located at 23 Main Street in downtown Apple Creek. Need a full-service construction firm? Yoder Builders in Oroville specializes in new residential construction, remodeling, finished basements, and masonry work. Make a new man cave in that dingy basement. Add on a new sunroom or deck. Yoder Builders in Oroville offers uncompromising customer satisfaction on every job, from the ground up to a new house and everything else. Call Yoder Builders in Oroville, 330-684-1050. A member of the HBA and proud supporter of Waynedale Athletics. Well, the Bears have the basketball to open up the second quarter of play. Miller goes down on the right baseline to Spidell, feeds it underneath the Reaver, spins to his right, put it up with the left hand. No, Clay Miller got the offensive rebound, and he'll be tied up by Stephen Rose. So the ball will go back to Chippewa. Bears out on the floor with Camacho, Reaver, Purdy back into the ballgame, Spidell and Miller. And Chippewa comes out with Rose, who's got the basketball right now. Henniger, Lindemann. Hunsell's out on the floor along with Bailey. With it on the left-hand side is Rose. Now goes between the circles to Henniger. On the right side, Henniger gets it. Now spins outside. Off to Lindemann. Now back out to Henniger. Henniger hook pass over to the left-hand side of the front court to Rose. As Chippewa really spreading the floor right now to Epley. Tried to get her over on the left-hand side to Lindemann. Stolen away by Purdy. He'll get it up the floor to Camacho. Lay it up and in. Manny Camacho with two. Bears down by five. 13-8. Seven minutes to go in this first half of play. We'll talk with Chris Lapish about the $83,000 donation given by Kinder Morgan 
coming up at halftime. On the right sideline is Lindemann. Fast pass right of the lane to Epling. Out on the left-hand side to Bailey. Bailey with him. He'll make that Rose. Excuse me. Rose is going to shoot the top of the key three. In and out. No good. Rebound chased down on the sideline. And it comes down to Bailey. Bailey gets it out. Right of the lane to Epling. Semi-hook shot. Right block. Got it to go off the glass. Epling has got five. And it's 15-8 Chippewa. Up the floor, Camacho in the backcourt. Gets it into the front court to Reber, left baseline, down to the left block. Spins it back out front, and a reach-in foul is called on Charlie Henniger. And that will be his second personal foul. And the third against the Chips as a team, with 6.24 remaining in the half. Reber's out, Mullet back in. Clay Miller's out, Brock Holmes comes back in. 15-8 Chippewa, and the Bears will have it left of their own bucket. To the right of us. Purdy's going to inbound the ball to Mullet on a nice layup from the left block up and in. Nice inbounds play by the Bears. They caught the chips sleeping. Four points for Mullet, and it's a five point Chippewa lead. Again, half court trap now for the Bears. Into the front court is Rose. He tried to get it up to Lindemann on the right baseline, threw it over his head, not a bounce. That's six turnovers in the half on Chippewa. 6.07 left to go in the half. Chippewa with a five-point lead. Full-court pressure put on by the Chips. 1-2-1-1. One, one, one. Camacho into the front court with the dribble right up the middle. Left baseline to Holmes. So shoot the three. Drilled it. Brock Holmes with the three-pointer. His first bucket of the night. And it's 15-13. Bears down by two into the front court. On the right-hand side is Hunsell. Goes on the left-hand side to Rose. Rose against Camacho. Dribbles in against Mullen. Got the ball knocked free and out of bounds by Holmes. And it will stay with Chippewa right in front of the Wayndale bench to the left of us with 5.39 to go in the half. Rose will put the ball in play. Rose inbounds it to Epling, right in front of it. Back to Rose, down into the corner. It goes to Bailey from a deep three, deep in the left-hand corner, no good. And Purdy grabbed the rebound out front near the free-throw line. Gets it up the floor to Mullet between the circles. Adam holds it high, now gets it over to Purdy. He'll dribble left to the front court, over to Camacho. Underneath pass to Spidell, trying to feed it into Mullet, and it's taken away by Bailey. Off to Hunsell. Gets it over on the left-hand side to Rose. Down on the left baseline to Bailey from three. Make it two. Right on the line. Bailey with four in the ball game. And the Chips lead it now 17-13. Upcourt pass to Camacho. And a reach-in foul will be called on Bailey. That's his first. And it's the fourth team foul committed by Chippewa here tonight. 5.07 to go in the first half of play. Spidell will trigger it in for the Bears just in the backcourt near the timeline. And he inbounds it into the front court to Camacho near the center circle. Right sideline to Holmes, back to Camacho. Manny looking for a pick, cross court to the right wing to Holmes. He'll dribble down to the right baseline, step back, and get it back outside to Purdy at the right sideline. And he'll set up the offense again out between the circles. With it is Purdy on the left side, tried to get it to Holmes, knocked out of bounds, though, by Connor Hunsell. And the Bears will regain control down in front of the exit on the far side. In between the bleachers, with it is Purdy. Purdy trying to inbound it, and he'll throw it into the backcourt to Holmes, and then Purdy will go back and get it. 4.45 to go in the half. Into the front court, Purdy with it against the 1-3-1 half-court trap now by Chippewa. Then it falls into a 2-3. Left wing to Camacho for two. Line drive hit the upright above the stanchion, above the 
backboard and then bounced down and the official outside called it out of bounds. Your officials for tonight's game, Wesley Tuck, Cody Schaefer, and John Yoder. We neglected to tell you who they were tonight. With the basketball, Chippewa, Hunsel, bounce pass on the left wing to Bailey. Bailey down to the corner, tried to get a pass underneath, not free, but Hunsel got it back off to Epling. He'll put it up right of the bucket, no good. Air ball pulled out of the air by Mullet. Mullet with three rebounds tonight, up the floor to Purdy. Purdy between the circles, picks up the dribble, goes to Mullet on the high post. Mullet out between the circles, goes left wing to Purdy again. Bounce pass into the left corner to Camacho, outside the arc, and dribbles up to the wing. Manny down on the baseline to Mullet, backing in, got the ball knocked free from behind, picked off the floor by Chippewa, up the floor it goes to Lindemann, he'll lay it up, no good, and it's pulled out of the air by Holmes, and Lee Foster screaming for a foul, you probably heard him on the crowd, Mike, with it is Mullet down on the right baseline to Spidell. Back out to Mullet, looking underneath, and gets it right wing to Spidell. Out in front of the Chippewa bench, now to Camacho. He'll drive right baseline, back out front to Purdy for the long three left wing. No, and the rebound pulled down by Chippewa's Bailey. Now he'll bring it up on the run. Gets it up on the right-hand side to Hunsel, and Hunsel got it knocked free and out of bounds right into the Waynedale student section. And it will stay with the chips. Reaver back in, Weaver back in. And Hostetler comes in. Spidell will sit, Camacho will sit, and Purdy will sit. And you heard Kevin Stacy before the game say they want to try to monitor Purdy's minutes because of that ACL. And that's what this substitution is for. 3.20 to go in the first half. 17-13, Chippewa. Hunsel, right baseline to Rose. He'll put it up from three-point range. No good. And Brock Holmes grabs the rebound. Up the floor to Weaver. Weaver into the front court. Top of the key, Mullet. All alone for the three. No good off the side iron. Rebound. Reaver tipped it right to himself. He backs in. Left block. Put it up with the left hand. Off the glass and rim. No. And the rebound pulled down by Bailey. Bailey with it on the left-hand side. Bringing it into the front court. Gets it back to Epling. And now to Rose on the right wing. It goes to... Hunsell again. Hunsell with it. Top of the circle. Now to the circle. The Lindemann. Right baseline. Rose for three. Spun it in and out. No. Epling got the offensive rebound. Back out to Lindemann from the free throw line. Nope. And a foul will be called underneath on Chippewa. And that was on Spencer Bailey. He shoved Reber to the floor. And that was more of a frustration foul than anything else. That is his second and the fifth against the Chips as a team. Waynedale has committed two team fouls so far in this ballgame. Check out the foul on Hunsell. That is his second. Still five fouls. Weaver will bring it into the front court. Spins to his left. He'll drive to the free throw line. Out to Mullet for the right wing three. Missed everything. And the ball is pulled down out of the air by Lindemann. He'll clear it up the floor on the left-hand side to Bailey for three. No good. And Reber pulled it down on the opposite side of the bucket. Reber brings it up on the run to the free throw line. Feeds a pass into the left corner to Hostetler. And Drew was standing on the baseline when he grabbed the pass. That's 11 turnovers in the first half on the Bears. And we talked with Stacy before the game about the Bears were just in too much of a hurry. And he admitted that maybe the team needed to slow down just a tad to get some better possessions. Two minutes to go in the half. Bears down by 4, 17-13. With it is Lindemann, top of the circle. Lindemann looks underneath, goes left of the circle, now to Epling at the elbow. Back over to Bailey, now to Rose. Rose with it left baseline. He'll drive the baseline, throw it up. No good, and a foul will be called on Adam Mullet. Mullet with his first foul, and the third, and going to the line will be 
Rose. A minute 46 to go. We've got a quick timeout on the floor. It's 17-13 Chippewa. Where can you get food? Smoking with Southern Pride, the Fire and Ice Pub in Fredericksburg, of course. Build your own burger. The wings every Thursday night are half price. And there's the brisket and pulled pork. The steaks and seafood are second to none, and the appetizers are to die for. Everything cooked to your satisfaction. All this and live bands, too. At the Fire and Ice Pub, open Tuesday through Thursday, 11 to 10, Friday and Saturday, 11 to midnight, and Sundays, 11 to 8. The Fire and Ice Pub, just west of Fredericksburg on County Road 192. Well, Rose splits the pair from the free throw line, and it is 18-13 now. Bears on top of it. Rose has got her bears down on the scoreboard. Inbounds pass stolen away by Rose. Left baseline, it goes to Bailey. Put it up. No rebound. Lindemann. Lindemann back up. Blocked by Reber and a foul on Reber. Derek with his second personal foul and the fourth against the Bears as a team. And it will be Lindemann going line left, shooting two. Into the ball game, Philip Brewer now for the Bears and sitting down is Adam Mullet going line left is Lindemann and he puts that one up and in he's got four in the ball game and the Chips who have led it right from the beginning lead it now by six at 19-13 their biggest lead was eight nothing second one is up and good by Lindemann he's got five two of two from the strike and it's 20-13 to Bears down by seven Reber in the backcourt two-two-one full court pressure by the Chips up court Weaver Gets it off to Reber. Left baseline to Holmes. Dribbles up to the wing. Looking for the three. He's going to shoot. The three forced it up. No good. Rebound taken down by Brewer. Put it up and in. So Brewer getting his first varsity action. Got the offensive rebound and put it in. And it's 20-15. to 15. Bears down by five. Up the floor. Rose got it knocked away from behind by Weaver. Now Camacho will come into the ball game, and leaving is going to be Drew Hostetler with a minute two to go in this first half. Rose will trigger it in play on the far side in the front court. On the side. Inbounds the basketball over on the right-hand side to Rose. Rose with it, top of the circle, spins over to the right-hand side and gets it sideline right to Hunsell. Hunsell dribbling over to the left-hand side with it near the center circle. Bounce pass over to Rose. Rose with 45 seconds. Got the ball knocked free by Weaver. Kicked out of bounds and the officials are going to confer and it will go back to the chips. Now the underneath official is saying both officials pointed a different direction. 20-15 to 15 is the score with 42.2 seconds to go. And it will be Wayndale basketball. So the officials had to confer, and one blew it one way, one blew it the other, and then they gave it back to Wayndale. With it is Camacho, top of the circle, over to Reber. Reber underneath the Weaver. Weaver with it on the right-hand side. Gets it inside, inside the lane of Weaver from five inside the lane. Put it up and in. Ryan's got six in the ball game, and it's 20-17. to 17. Chips lead it by three. On the left-hand side is Rose. Down on the left baseline to Bailey for three. Left corner, got it. Bailey has got seven in the ball game, and it's 23-17. Chips up the court. Reber threw it right into the hands of Lindemann. He tried to go left-hand side to Brock Lindemann to Bailey, and it was intercepted by Reber. Ball goes out of bounds. Last touch by Rose, and it will stay with the Bears. Boy, it is fast and furious. 
even though the score doesn't show it. It's only 23-17. Four seconds to go in this half. And now the Bears are going to use a timeout. It'll be a 30. Four seconds to go in the half. Your score. It is Chippewa 23, Waynedale 17. Since 1981, Troyer Signs has provided quality service to those in and out of the Waynedale area. Hundreds of satisfied customers have promoted their businesses with outstanding graphics, interior and exterior signs, commercial or residential. Troyer Signs can do it all. Custom graphics, logo designs, vehicle graphics, banners, and much, much more. Increase your visibility with a high-quality, professional product from Troyer Signs. Stop by just north of Route 250 on Honeytown Road. Visit TroyerSigns.com or call 263-1400. So the Bears use their first time out of the ball game. They'll have four remaining. Chippewa has got all of their timeouts left here in the first half of play. Good crowd here tonight. Hopefully the weather outside is not keeping people away yet. 23-17. Bears have it. Four seconds to go in the half just to the left of their own bucket. Putting into play will be Weaver. Weaver after the T.O. Lobs a pass. Knocked out of bounds by Epling. He just put up his long arms and blocked it right into the arms of Justin McDowell, the baseball coach is sitting over near Eric Reeby near the double doors. With it, Weaver, again, right side, inbounds to Camacho for three, left corner, drove it! Camacho put it in, and that'll do it for the end of the first half of play, and Camacho with his fifth point of the ball game, his first three, and at the end of the first half of play, your score, it is now Chippewa, 23 here at halftime, leading it by four. They gave him only a two on that. So Camacho only got a two on that shot. But your score here at halftime, it's now Waynedale 23, or down by four, Chippewa 23, and Waynedale 19. Whether your idea of a perfect home is a charming farmhouse in the countryside or a relaxed, family-centered home in a friendly neighborhood, no one understands discerning buyers better than Weaver Custom Homes. We believe that your home should reflect your personality and lifestyle in every detail. Our team will collaborate with you to bring your vision to life and tell your unique story. We invite you to tour our award-winning design center in historic downtown Worcester and get inspired to build a truly custom home. For more information, go to WeaverCustomHomes.com. Breakfast time is the best time at Deb's Den. Every Saturday, 8 a.m. to 11, and Sundays, 9 to noon, start the day off right with your favorite morning delights. Eggs, bacon, sausage, pancakes, all to your satisfaction, handmade and fresh. From breakfast on the weekends to the sandwiches with soups and sides for lunch and the dinner specials every day. Deb's Den's lunch and dinner hours are Tuesday through Friday, 11 to 8, Friday and Saturday, 11 to 9, and Sunday, 12 to 3. Stop by Deb's Den for breakfast tomorrow or before next Friday's game for a quick meal. Deb's Den on Main Street in Apple Creek. Working hard to make your meals as delicious as possible. Make the greener siding choice for your home. Seamless Siding from Miller Custom Exteriors. We're the original ABC Seamless guys, and our siding is made of 100% American-made steel, the most recycled material in the world. I'm Miller Custom Exteriors President Lauren Miller. Our slightly obsessive Amish heritage guarantees you a phenomenal siding job, guaranteed, or we'll fix it free. Call Miller Custom Exteriors today for ABC Seamless Siding, the green siding choice. 1-800-589-4905 or visit us online at MillerCustomExteriors.com You're listening to an UltimateSportsTalk.com presentation of Waynedale Golden Bears basketball. It's time for the Apple Creek Bank Halftime Show. The Apple Creek Bank. Visit AppleCreekBank.com or stop by one of our six convenient locations. 
We're at halftime of tonight's ball game from Waynedale, 23-19. The chips are on top of it by four over the Waynedale Golden Bears. And earlier this week, Kinder Morgan gave a generous donation to the Southeast Local School District and Waynedale High School of $83,000 for new scoreboards for the soccer, football, and baseball fields and a new sound system here inside the high school gymnasium. We had the opportunity to talk with Athletic Director Chris Lapish about that earlier tonight. At halftime with Athletic Director Chris Lapish. Chris, the Kinder Morgan deal. Talk about what that entails, what it's going to do, and how it's going to be beneficial to the school district. Well, how it all started was over the summer, uh, Coach Stacy uh, contacted me back in July and said uh, he may he knows a guy uh, from Kinder Morgan, a friend of his from Northwest High School, and they're willing uh, to maybe do a sponsorship deal. So we brought the Kinder Morgan people out back in July. We walked the uh, we walked the campus, and I just showed what our our needs are through the athletic program, and then we. We had a proposal with them, and they have given us $83,000 toward athletics and the arts uh, in the music program. So we're really excited to partner with Kinder Morgan. Um, basically, that the money, what we have, we're in dire need of scoreboards outside uh, football, soccer, and baseball. The reason why, everything's going to LED, and the bulbs are obsolete on those scoreboards. So we only have about 50 of them left. So eventually, <laughs> scoreboards were going to go down. So we were definitely in need of those, and we have a... a brand new uh, sound system in the gymnasium that's going to, it's going to be multi-purpose not in just sports but for if we do have graduation in there or mm-hmm. concerts so it's used so uh, we're um, we're really happy to, to get that money and to partner with Kinder Morgan. What is it going to do for the band, the music program? As of right now I do not know or, uh, what, their, what their needs are. Um, probably I know band uniforms cost $600 a piece and so I know we're in need of new band uniforms and maybe go toward that but at this time, uh, Dennis Giada, I do not know where Sean Epler, where, where it's going toward. This all came apart uh, uh, together pretty quickly, didn't it? It came uh, it came quickly. Like I said, over the summer was our initial conversation. Then we met with Alan Four, who's the vice president of Kinder Morgan uh, Public Affairs. He came out back in September, walked the grounds with him. They uh, also are doing it with Canaan Valley High School, which is down um, near Caddis area, Sherrodsville, Ohio, where the Eastern Ohio camp is at, located. That they did that with them. They gave them fifty thousand dollars, and we are the second school that we're partnering with right now. And I think that's about it. They said in our area that they're going to deal with. So we're we're uh, we're very lucky to, uh, to to receive that money and get a sponsorship deal with Kinder. The sound system is already in, as you said. When will they see the the effects of the the scoreboards going in? Well, right uh, right now we uh, we talked with the scoreboard fair play uh, company this past week. It looks like weather permitting, they're going to be out here in February. So hopefully they say install could take about a week or so. So definitely baseball season, barring any major major weather problems, we should have uh, we should have them all in. But definitely want to get it in for this year's baseball season. Chris, thank you. Thank you, Dave. Very generous donation by Kinder Morgan at halftime. The Bears leading it or down, I should say, by a score of 23 to 19 here at halftime. We'll check scores and stats coming up after this. When choosing a bank, wouldn't you prefer a local institution with years of commitment to the area it serves? Since 1904, the Apple Creek Banking Company has been that kind of bank. We believe in our neighbors, our towns, and our way of life. For over 100 years, we've provided products and services specifically tailored for your needs. That's why we've stayed independent, serving the area with six locations. 
At the Apple Creek Banking Company, we provide quick responses with your business, home, or land financing needs. Service with integrity. Today, that's what matters. We've been here and will be here when you need us. So when you're ready for your first home, a new home, or car, or just want the hometown feel, we have new website-compatible apps on all devices coming soon. Bank local. Bank better. The Apple Creek Banking Company. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. Well, we've got a couple of scores here going on. Northwestern is leading Dalton at halftime, 29-18. to Derek Koch has got nine points, ten rebounds, and seven other Huskies have at least two points. And Triway is leading over Fairless, 26-10 to in the first half of that action. We don't have any other scores available as of right now. The Bears are down by four. Chippewa being led by Spencer Bailey with seven points tonight. Lindemann and Epling each have five. Steven Rose has four. And Cade Durbin, two off the bench. For the Bears, Ryan Weaver leading the way with six. Camacho and Mullet with four each. Brock Holmes off the bench with a three-pointer. And Philip Brewer off the bench getting his first varsity action. He's got two points tonight also. The Bears are down by four, 23-19. We'll be back with more after this. For over 100 years, the Apple Creek Banking Company has proudly served the community we live in. From helping to sponsor events like Waynedale Athletics, to working hard to give you a quick response on your home, business, or land financing needs. If you have not experienced working with us, we invite you to make a change to a bank that cares and appreciates your business. Coming soon, a new website compatible on all devices. Bank Local. Bank Better. The Apple Creek Banking Company. Member FDIC. Those are the only scores we've got right now. The Bears in the first half shot 7 of 13 for 54% from two-point range. And from three-point range, they were 2 of 9 for 22%. So obviously they've got to improve their three-point shooting if they hope to win here tonight. But they are concentrating more on getting the ball down low. At halftime, it's Chippewa 23, Waynedale 19. I'm Dave Mitchell. The second half is next on UltimateSportsTalk.com. You've been listening to the Apple Creek Bank Halftime Show, brought to you by the Apple Creek Bank. Visit AppleCreekBank.com or stop by one of our six convenient locations. Harvest Market is a full-service grocery store in the corner of Apple Creek with the finest fresh local meats, ground beef, and sausage prepared on site, and steaks cut to order in the old-fashioned butcher shop. Stop in and pick up hot meals ready to go. Harvest Market is known for their barbecue chicken and smoked ribs. There's a full-service deli, locally made baked goods, fresh produce, hand-dipped ice cream, and a huge selection of chips, snacks, and beverages. Let Harvest Market prepare your meal or party trays for you. Open Monday through Saturday, 8 a.m. to 7, and Sundays 10 to 6. Come taste the difference. The Spidel Funeral Home has been serving the community for over 125 years, providing compassionate and professional services for families when they need it the most. From the first call, the Spidel Funeral Home will walk through the process with you, assisting you in your choices. During trying times, families pull together. Turn to someone that understands family. The Spidel Funeral Home, a name you can trust with service that is endearing. In two locations, on Main Street in Mount Eaton and on Chestnut Street in Brewster. The Spidel Funeral Home, just like family, there when you need them. Well, our next broadcast game will be coming up tomorrow morning at 11.30 from Canton Central Catholic Girls Basketball. We'll be on the air with the pregame show at 11.10. Our next boys broadcast is coming up a week from tonight. That will be over at Smithville against Jim Frizzell and the Smithies. 
7.30 tip-off. We'll be on the air at 7.05. Bears have the basketball to open up the second half of play. They've got Purdy, Spidell, Reber, Weaver, and Mullet out on the floor for the Brown and gold with it as Purdy. They're going from right to left to press the screen. Underneath pass to Weaver. He dumps it off right baseline to Spidell. Put it up from 10. Good. Spidell with two. Bears have drawn to within two at 23-21. It's been a low-scoring affair, but a very fast-paced first half. With it on the right-hand side is Hunsell. Hunsell goes down on the right baseline to Bailey. Back out to Hunsell. Hunsell looking underneath. Lobs a pass left of the front court to Rose. He'll shoot the line drive three. No good. Rebound comes out long and it's right into the hands of Colton Purdy. Purdy will bring it up from right to left. Bears with the first rebound. They out, were out-rebounded in the first half. 13-12. to 12. Pretty even. On the right wing is Purdy for three right side. Off the back iron. No good. And the rebound will just go right out of bounds. Back to Chippewa. Bears had 14 turnovers in the first half compared to 9 for the Chips. Chippewa was 4 of 6 from the line. The Bears 0 of 2. And the team fouls were pretty even. 5-4. Chippewa had the 5. On the right-hand side, Bailey goes cross-court to Rose. Knocked out of bounds by Weaver. So Chippewa has it on the far side in the front court. And putting it in play is Rose. Inbounds it to Epling, right back to Rose, guarded by Weaver. Around a pick by Epling inside the center circle, and the ball knocked away from behind by Adam Mullet. For as big a kid as Mullet is, he certainly is pretty active on the floor coming out and guarding guards the way that he can. Inbounds, Rose, inbounds it to Epling, right back to Rose. Rose around a pick by Epling to the left-hand side. Goes down over to the left side to Henniger. Underneath, inside pass on the rim to Epling. Put her up, no good, hung there, and fell off into the outstretched arms of Spidell. He'll get it up the floor to Purdy with six and a half minutes to go in the third. With it over on the right-hand side is Reber. 23-21. Weaver with the basketball, chips with the lead. Weaver, top of the key for the Bears, spins to his left, drives right side of the lane, off to Mullet. Nice underneath pass to Weaver. Back to Mullet, reverse layup, no good. Rebound tapped around, it goes out of bounds, and Henniger was the last man to touch it. And it will go back to the Bears. Boy, nice interior passing by the Bears between Weaver and Mullet, but they couldn't get the bucket. 6.09 to go in this third quarter. Two-point Chippewa lead, the Bears with the basketball. Mullet's going to dribble down the left side, back into the left baseline. He'll get underneath the bucket, lay it up and in. Boy, when Mullet gets that deep, there is not much you can do to stop him. And we're tied at 23. First time this game's been tied. Chippewa led it 2-0, and they've never seen the bottom side of the scoreboard yet. With it is Henniger, goes off to Rose inside the center circle. Rose around a pick again by Epling to the left wing. Rose holding the yo-yo down to Henniger, left of the lane to Epling. Crossover court to the right side. It goes to Bailey for three, no good, and the rebound pulled down by Ryan Weaver. Weaver gets it off to Purdy, up to the left-hand side of the lane. Dishes it back out to Reaver, but Reaver was cutting in. Purdy threw it out of bounds. That's 15 turnovers on the night. Brock Lindemann into the ballgame for the chips and leaving is Charlie Henniger with those two fouls, and he's scoreless here tonight. Bears now will just pick up Chippewa at the timeline, and they do with the basketball on the right-hand side. Chips have it over to Bailey. 
Bailey, who's pretty much played the entire game, has barely seen the bench. He has it right in the circle from the wing for the three. No good up the back iron. Rebound saved in by Bailey, but right into the hands of Spidell. Spidell will get it up the floor to Weaver. He's going to drive length to the floor, kick it back out to Reber. Behind the back dribble on the left baseline to the left of the lane. Back out to Spidell at the left wing. Now top of the key to Purdy. Purdy with 4.50 to go in the third quarter. Gets it to Spidell, left wing Reber. Reber looks underneath the Weaver, cutting inside. Tried to feed a pass underneath the mullet, and he threw it right into the hands of Bailey. Up the floor to Rose. Back over to Bailey. Right corner to Hunsell. He'll shoot the three. No good. And the rebound pulled down by Reber. Reber's got three rebounds tonight. He's going to dribble it up the right side. Got his pocket picked by Bailey. Bailey will bring it up the right side. Get it down right baseline to Hunsell. Spins it back out front to Lindemann for three right wing. No good. And Weaver has another rebound. Boy, neither team shooting well from the field here tonight. The Bears shot 54% from two-point range, but that wasn't good enough to get him the lead. Mullet left of the lane, put it up no again, and the rebound Epley, and now Chippewa wants to use a timeout, and they will. It'll be a 30. We are tied at 23 with 4.07 to go in this third quarter. Since 1970, Ivan Weaver Construction has worked to build long-term relationships with their clients. Ivan Weaver Construction goes above and beyond to learn your company in order to construct a building best suited to your needs. As a general contractor, they provide commercial construction, retail, religious, medical, hospitality, and residential. Customer satisfaction is always their greatest desire. Contact the company that brings honesty and integrity to the table. Ivan Weaver Construction in Fredericksburg, 695-3461. Casa de Sassi is a family-owned business built on timeless principles of honesty, integrity, and quality. Like timeless values, their products are manufactured to resemble the classic old-world Italian style. Providing a quality product that meets your needs is just the beginning of the care you get from Casa de Sassi. Earning your trust is vitally important which is why they always operate in an ethical manner with the highest value for integrity. Call Casa de Sassi today, 330-830-9760. Chips have the basketball after that 30-second timeout. Cade Durbin into the ballgame now for Lee Foster's group. He drugged the pivot foot, moving from left to right, and committed the turnover. That's 10 in the ballgame on the Chips. 18 in the ballgame on the Bears. 3.52 left to go. In this third quarter, we're tied at 23. It has been extremely low scoring here tonight. Purdy into the front court. Off to Reaver. Right side. Gets it to Weaver. Right of the lane from 12. Got it. Ryan Weaver's got eight. That's a new career high for Weaver. His previous high was on Tuesday night, five. With it on the right-hand side, Epling got his pocket picked by Spidell. Spidell gets it up the floor to Purdy. And Purdy got it knocked away from behind. It was kicked away and out of bounds, and it will stay with the Bears with 3.27 left to go in the third quarter. We're tied at 23 and have been tied at 23 for about the last 90 seconds. Purdy will put the ball in play in the front court on the far side near the timeline. Does to Reber, and he hands it right back off to Purdy, who will run the point. Chippewa has been in that 2-3 zone most of the evening, and they're back in it now. Mullet underneath pass to Reber. Reber spins to his left. He's going to put up the reverse layup, hung on the rim. Nope. Rebound tapped out front to Spidell. Spidell gets it over to Mullet, right wing. Mullet outside the circle, and now calls for Purdy to come get the basketball, and he does. Now to Reber, left baseline Weaver. Weaver dribbles up to the arc, bounce pass, knocked out of bounds. Last touch by Chippewa. So the Bears get it back. Hostetler and Camacho in. Purdy will sit, and so will Spidell with three minutes exactly to go in the third. We're tied at 23. 
Hostetler will put it in play right in front of the Wayndale bench. Inbounds at left wing to Weaver. Back to Hostetler. Left baseline at the block to Mullet. Spins to his right. Put it up and in. Mullet has got eight in the ball game. And it's 27-23 Bears with their with the lead here now by four. With it on the right-hand side. Bounce pass out of bounds. Lats touched by Lindemann. And the Bears will get it back on the turnover. 2.41 remaining in this third quarter. Bears with a four-point lead. Rebert in the backcourt. He'll bring it up from right to left. Splits the defense. Trying to get a bounce pass up the floor to Camacho and it was kicked by Lindemann so it will stay with the Bears. Durbin is out. Rose comes back in. Now Hunsell's got to come out of the game. He's holding his right hip. And he appears to be hurting a little bit. And Henniger is back into the ball game for him. Bears have it. They inbound the ball to Camacho. Camacho with it. Off to Reber on the right side Weaver. Weaver bounce pass to the free throw line to Hostetler. Out to Mullet from 15 right side. Nope. And Henniger grabbed the rebound. Henniger gets it up the floor to Rose. On the left hand side it goes to Bailey. Now back to Rose. Left of the elbow. Out to Bailey for three. Left wing. No good. Re- Epling got the rebound. All alone put it up and in. Epling broke free. He's got seven. And it's a two point lead up the floor. Purdy got the ball knocked free by Rose. Almost on the baseline, and Henniger, last touch, they're going to say by Mullet. And Mullet's having some words with the official, and it will go back to Chippewa. That's five turnovers in this quarter against the Bears. Weaver is out. Clay Miller comes back into the ballgame. Rose will put the ball in play to Epling. Back to the left corner to Rose, and he'll dribble it back out to the top side. To Henniger, right wing. Henniger, sideline right. Gets it off to Rose, and he kicked it off his foot, and out of bounds. So the turnover gives it back to the Bears with a minute 52 to go in the third quarter and the lead, 27-25. Reber will put the ball in play on the far side. We'll give away our Lem's Pizza start of the game at the end of this one. Camacho with it between the circles. Goes over on the right-hand side to Reber. Bounce pass on the right side. Mullet. Mullet backs in right of the lane. Fall away 12-footer. Won't go off the iron. And the rebound taken down by Bailey and a foul will be called underneath on the Bears. And that'll be on Hostetler. Hostetler with his first, and that's the first against the Bears here in this second half of action. Minute 38 left to go. Chippewa with the ball. They've got an opportunity to tie or take the lead. They're down 27-25. Rose into the front court. Goes left-hand side to Durbin. Got the ball knocked green. Out of bounds by Hostetler. Check that. That was Lindemann who almost threw the ball away, but Reber last touched it. So the Chips will have the basketball back. Tomorrow morning we're at Canton Central Catholic for girls basketball. 11.30 with the tip, 11.10 with the pregame. Steven Spidell back into the ballgame now. Adam Mullig gets a breather with eight points, three rebounds. Spidell checks in with five rebounds, two points. Rose inbounds the basketball to Epling. Now back to Rose into the front court. Sideline left. It goes to Lindemann. Trying to get a pass to Bailey and reaching in as Hostetler. He picks up his second foul in a span of about 15 seconds. A minute 19 left to go in this third quarter. 27-25. Bears with a two-point lead. Inbounds pass to Bailey. Top of the circle. On the left wing to Rose. Rose got the ball knocked free by Hostetler, but Rose got it back. 
Crossover by Rose a couple of times in front of Hostetler. Right wing to Lindemann. Lindemann spinning in against Miller. Got the ball knocked free, but he regains control of it and gets it off to Rose. Left side, Epling playing the high post. Epling top of the key to Rose. He'll shoot the three off the back iron. No rebound off the glass. Went through everybody's hands down into the corner. Camacho picked it up, and he's standing on the baseline when he did it. So Manny got the rebound, but also committed the turnover. Boy, everybody seemed to have a chance at that basketball off the rim. 27-25. Bears with the lead. 54.3 seconds to go in the third. Lindemann out of the inbounds from Rose. Underneath Epling. Hook shot right of the lane. Good. Ben Epling with nine, and we are tied at 27 with 43 seconds to go in the third quarter. Miller up the right side, breaks the press. Right baseline, Camacho for three off the front iron. No, rebound, Reber tips it off the rim, and it's taken down off front by Lindemann. Lindemann will bring it up the floor for Chippewa. Now to Rose between the circles to Epling. Right corner, it goes to Henniger for three. Grilled it, and the Chips have the lead again at 27. 30 to 27, and the inbounds pass stolen away by Chippewa's Henniger. And a foul will be called on Spidell underneath. That's his first. And Henniger will go to the line shooting two. Bears have committed eight turnovers in this third quarter. Henniger, who just hit the three to put Chippewa in the lead, now hits the free throw, and he's got four. Hostetler and Camacho out. Purdy and Holmes in. 31-27. Chips. They were down 27-23. They've scored eight in a row, and it could be nine with Henniger at the line. Put it up and in. Henniger's got five, and it's 32-27. Chips, 16 seconds. Left to go in the third. Reber in the backcourt. Into the frontcourt to Spidell. Up the floor, Miller. Reverse layup with the right hand. Won't go off the iron. Rebound taken down by Epling. Epling gets it up to Henniger. He'll drive up to the right baseline. Back out front to Lindemann. He's going to drive the lane. No good. Lee Foster is screaming for a foul, but he's not going to get one. And that's the end of the third quarter of play. And at the end of three, your score is now Chippewa 32 Waynedale 27. Troyer Roofing is your fully certified, factory-trained, residential and commercial roofing expert. But they offer more than just roofing. Troyer's now features the Roll-On Rock System. This puts a finish on your concrete floor with an incredible gloss that has multicolored flakes and is hot tire resistant. It won't stain, darken, or peel. It's the best-looking clear top coat available and is three times stronger than ordinary epoxy. For a free quote on your floor, roof, or anything in between, call Troyer Roofing and Construction, 330 or see their website, TroyerRoof.com. Great food and a southern atmosphere. That's at the Fire and Ice Pub, just outside of Fredericksburg. Your taste buds will water when you walk in for their southern pride, smoked and boneless wings. But that's not all that's smoked. Try the Fire and Ice Pulled Pork, Beef Brisket, or the Smoked Meat Trio, Pork Brisket and Wings. Go for the Fire and Ice Specialties, the Cowboy and Cowgirl Sunday, Hog Trout, or the Brunswick Stew Bread Bowl. All this and live bands, too, at the Fire and Ice Pub, just west of Fredericksburg on County Road 192. Well, the Bears are down here at the end of three quarters of play, 32-27, to 27, over in Worcester. Worcester is leading their ball game, 36-31 to 31 over senior, but I just saw... Out of the Cavaliers camp, Chris Anderson, who didn't play much, but he's really only uh, the only other big guy that they've got tore his ACL today, so he's out for the year. 
32-27, Chippewa with the lead in the ball to open up this fourth and final quarter of play, barring overtime. Bailey, top of the key, he'll shoot the three, squared up, and drilled it. Bailey's got ten, he's got two threes tonight, and the chips have opened up an eight-point lead at 35-27. Reber up the floor to Holmes, nice stop by Holmes down in the left-hand corner. Dribbles it out of a crowd and then will be fouled by Henniger. Henniger picks up his third, and that is just the first on Chippewa here in the second half. Bears will inbound the basketball to Purdy. Purdy right in front of the Wayndale bench. Gets it off to Mullet. Now back to Purdy. 7.27 to go in the ballgame. Purdy with it out near the center circle. Now to Holmes right side. Goes to Miller now on the left sideline. Jump pass. Tried to go cross court. Almost stolen by the chips. But Holmes has it. To the free throw line. Reber on a backdoor cut. Miller got the pass from Reber. Laid it up and in. Clay Miller his first two. It's 35-29. Full court pressure. By the Bears, up the floor, Epley gets it off to Bailey, over to Lindemann, left lane, and he'll put it up. Nobody's fouled and hammered to the floor by the Bears. And Lindemann will go line right, shooting two. And that foul will be called on Clay Miller. That's his second. And the fourth against the Bears as a team. So Brock Lindemann, who's two for two for the strike, will go to the line with five points. But he did all that in the first half. Lindemann puts it up and in. He's got six. And it's 36-29. Boy, you look in the stands, you see Jarrett Wanzik up there. Kagan Ludeman, former Bears player from years ago. Brevin Reby, Antoine Lewis is here. Aaron Spidell, Stephen Spidell's brother, here in attendance tonight. Lindemann hits both of them. He's got seven. And the Bears are down 37-29. Weaver, top of the key. Weaver back into the ball game. Now Reber, top of the key. Three, got it. Reber's first three of the ball game. His first points of the ball game. It's 37-32. Epling, right wing. It goes to Henniger. Back out to Rose. So shoot left of the circle. Three, spun it in and out. No. Rebound. Bailey got the ball. Knocked free on the baseline. Picked off the floor by Reber. Reber behind the back dribble up the floor to Ryan Weaver. Right wing. Look for the three. Goes to Purdy. Left wing to Miller. He'll shoot the fall away. Three. Got it. Clay Miller with five. Boom, boomy. It's two jumpers and the Bears are down to two. 37-35. Up the floor, Henniger on the right side. Epling got the ball knocked away but picked off by Bailey. Left wing, Rose. Now off on the left baseline to Lindemann. Left of the circle, Epling. Right corner, Henniger for three. In and out, no. Epling got the rebound away from Mullet. Spins underneath. Gets it off to Lindemann. Laid it up, no. And a foul will be called on the play. And Lindemann will go to the line again. It'll be on Adam Mullet underneath. That's his second. Boy, big rebounds. Epling's got eight rebounds tonight, three of them offensive. 37-35, and Lindemann, who's four for four from the strike, will shoot two again. Lindemann shoots it, missed it off the back iron. He's got seven points tonight. 37-35, 5.58 to go in the ballgame. Second one by Lindemann from line right. Spins it, shoots it. Got that one off the front iron. Lindemann has eight in the ball game. And it's 38-35 in this low-scoring affair. 5.52 left to go in the ball game. Reber into the front court off to Purdy. 
Purdy, top of the circle. Now between the circles to Weaver. He'll dribble top of the circle to the free throw line. Pick it up in the lane. Pop it from seven. No good. Mullet will tip it up. No, and a foul will be called on Epley. First rebound in the second half by Adam Mullet. But a foul will be called on Epling. That will be his first. Second against Chippewa, but Mullet was in the act of shooting, so he'll go to the line shooting too. He's got eight tonight. Mullet on the year, shooting 75% from the strike. And misses that one off the side iron. No good. 5.38 remaining in the ball game. 38-35, Chippewa. Second one by Mullet. That one is off the side iron again, too. And the rebound pulled down by Henniger. Henniger brings it up the right side, guarded by Weaver. Right wing to Epling. Back out to Henniger. Right corner goes to Bailey for three. Missed it. Hit it off the side backward, and it almost bounced in. And the rebound was pulled down by Mullet. Mullet gets it up the floor to Purdy. Back to Mullet, top of the key. Left wing to Weaver. He'll pull up for the 15-footer left side. Nope. Rebound knocked away on the baseline. Saved in by Bailey. Right into the hands of Epling. Epling gets it up the floor on the left side to Bailey. Right wing to Henniger. Right baseline to Lindemann. Back out to Henniger for three. Right baseline, no. And Mullet grabbed the rebound. Bears with an opportunity to tie. They're down by three. We're under five minutes to go in the ballgame. Mullet drives right of the lane. He'll scoop it in up under Epling. Put it up. No. Rebound taken down underneath by Mullet. Put it up. No good again. And the rebound will be taken down by Epling. Boy, the Bears just could not get a break. Bringing it up is Rose. Crossover dribble. Goes off to Bailey. Left sideline. Bailey with the basketball. Dribbles top of the key. Now off to Rose, over on the right side to Epling. Holds it high and goes to Lindemann between the circles, guarded by Miller. Lindemann walked all over the place. He almost fell down, wanted the foul called, and then they finally had to call the travel. That's 14 turnovers here in the ball game against Chippewa. The Bears, though, have committed 22. 38-35, Chippewa, 420 to go in the ball game. And Hunsell's going to come back in at the next dead ball. With it on the left-hand side is Mullet. He's going to force up a shot from 12. No good. And the rebound taken down by Lindemann. He'll get it up the floor to Henniger. He'll drive the lane. Put it up. No. Rebound. Mullet tapped it off the glass right to himself. Mullet clears it off up the floor to Purdy. Purdy into the front court. From right to left, we're under four minutes to go in the ball game. This one has been a struggle for both ball clubs. Mullet, left wing to Weaver, left of the lane to Reaver. Reaver spins to his left, put it up off the glass rim and rounds in. Reaver went and posted up low, he's got five. And the Bears are within one at 38-37, 3.40 to go in the ball game. Rose will walk it across the timeline. Now get it off to Henniger. Henniger right across the timeline. Left wing to Lindemann. Lindemann looking underneath, trying to get in against Miller. Got the ball to Epling and a reach-in foul on Reaver. Derek with his third and the sixth against the Bears as a team. Chippewa has still got two, so they've literally got four fouls to give before they send the Bears to the line. Purdy is out of the ball game. Camacho in with 3.26 to go in the contest. Lindemann checks out. Hunsell's back in. Top of the key. Bailey for three. Won't go. Rebound knocked out of bounds. Last touched by Epling. And the Bears will get it back and an opportunity to take the lead. 38-37 Chippewa. 3.20 to go in this game. Full court pressure put on by the Chips. Now Purdy's going to come back in. And Camacho will leave. 
two, two, one. Full court pressure by the Chips. Bears down by one, but with the ball. Purdy, 3.15 remaining in the game. Weaver into the middle of the floor, into the front court. Now to Reaver, back to Weaver. Weaver, hook pass left baseline to Miller for three. Grilling! Miller with eight. He's got two threes. And boy, when he gets into one of those unconscious streaks, he can hit them all night long. 40-38, to 38, Bears with the lead. Time out in Chippewa. 2.54 left to go in the ballgame. Your score, it's Wendell 40 and Chippewa 38. Do you own or manage a business, work with school athletics? Make a great first impression with Murphy's Promotions. Make your name known. Murphy's Promotions will make your business stand out from the crowd. Murphy's Promotions specializes in silk screening, custom embroidery, and promotional products. Brand your business today by using Murphy's Promotions. Use your logo on shirts, hats, jackets, bags, and much more. Murphy's can also take care of your promotional products, pens, pencils, bags, and blankets. Murphy's Promotions, 330-464-1970. Deb's Den is your spot for fresh homemade food daily. Experience custom handcrafted sandwiches to your satisfaction. Stop in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner. It's hometown dining at its best. Deb's Den offers quick, easy service, from the relaxing, comfortable atmosphere to their carryout service. They work hard to make your meals as delicious as possible. Breakfast hours are Saturday from 8 to 11 a.m. and Sundays 9 to noon. Lunch and dinner hours are Tuesday through Thursday 11 to 8, Friday and Saturday 11 to 9, and Sunday 12 to 3. Closed on Monday, Dub's Den, next to the Bear on Main Street in Apple Creek. Chippewa has the basketball after the timeout. Down by 2, 40 to 38. With it is Hunsell. Left wing to Rose. He'll shoot the three, drilled it. Rose has got seven, and Chippewa has regained the lead at 41 to 40. In the backcourt, Reber gets it up the floor to Clay Miller. Clay Miller tried to get a pass to Camacho, intercepted away by Chippewa's Henniger. Henniger now gets it off to Rose. 2.22 remaining in the game. Up the floor, knocked out of bounds by Reber, and the ball will stay with Chippewa. He threw that right in, knocked that ball right out of bounds, right into Aaron Spidell's lap. 2.20 to go in the ball game. Chippewa with it. Waynedale has got four timeouts left. Chippewa has got three, all of them full. In the right corner, Bailey gets it off to Henniger. Right of the lane, Epling. Left wing, Rose. Rose with it down into the left corner to Hunsell. Back to Epling. Now to Rose around the horn to the left-hand side to Henniger. Gets it to Epling at the free throw line. Henniger right of the circle. Right baseline to Bailey. Right of the lane to Epling. Stolen away by Mullet, but he goes out of bounds. and He could not regain control of it. So the Chips keep the basketball with a minute 53 to go in the ballgame. 41-40 Chips. Rose will put it in right of his own bucket. Looking, looking. Underneath Epling. One dribble. He'll put it up. No, and a foul will be called on Adam Mullet. Mullet with his third personal. And that puts the Bears over the limit, so the Chips will go to the line for the rest of the night. Epling has nine. He's one of two from the stripe, and he'll shoot two and try to expand this Chippewa lead. Epling line right. Eyes it, shoots it. No good. He almost throws it up like a curveball. It's got a sideways spin on it. Purdy is back into the ball game. Camacho will leave. 151 left to go in the ball game. 41-40 chips. Second one by Epley. No good again. Rebound Mullet. 
Chips with a one-point lead, but the Bears with the basketball. A minute 45 to go in the ballgame. With it is Purdy inside the center circle. Back over to Reber. Reber looking underneath. Now can't find anyone. He gets at the Miller sideline right over to Reber. Reber to the free throw line to Weaver. Dribbles right of the lane. Feeds it underneath to Reber. It went off of his hands and last touched by Rose. And it will stay with the Bears. And the Bears now will use a timeout. It'll be a full. One minute, 30 seconds left to go in the ball game. And your score from Waynedale. it's the Chips 41 Waynedale 40. Fun in the pool may be ending for the season, but it will return. And when that time arrives, contact the experts in water hauling Reber Milk Transport. Yes, they do milk, but they also supply the water for your swimming pool. Don't fill your pool from a slow garden hose. That takes time and it's expensive. Reber's will fill your pool fast and have you ready for the new season in hours, not days. And Reber Milk Transport will be prompt in their delivery. Call 330-466-5738 for your water needs next season. Keep cool with Reber Milk Transport in Apple Creek. Make the greener siding choice for your home. Seamless Siding from Miller Custom Exteriors. We're the original ABC Seamless guys, and our siding is made of 100% American-made steel, the most recycled material in the world. I'm Miller Custom Exteriors President Lauren Miller. Our slightly obsessive Amish heritage guarantees you a phenomenal siding job, guaranteed, or we'll fix it free. Call Miller Custom Exteriors today for ABC Seamless Siding, the green siding choice. 1-800-589-4905 or visit us online at MillerCustomExteriors.com Just like Tuesday night, this one a nail-biter. 90 seconds to go in the ball game. 41-40 chips. Purdy will put the ball in play left of his own bucket on the baseline. Purdy looking, looking, and a foul will be called away from the ball. And Chippewa has four fouls to give, and it's a foul on Epling. So that is his second. That's just the third team foul, so just a common foul, no shooting. And Purdy will put the ball in play again on the left side of his own bucket. Purdy looking, looking, can't find anyone. He'll lob it out front now to Weaver. Weaver back to Purdy, left wing, dribbles down to the baseline. Got the ball knocked free, picks it back up sideline left, over to Weaver. Weaver with it on the right side, goes to Clay Miller. Back to Weaver to the free throw line, Mullet, left wing Purdy. Purdy drives left baseline, put it up with a scoop shot, no. Mullet got a rebound, put it up, no. Weaver got the rebound, put it up in the end, and he's fouled! Reber got the rebound, threw it up. Foul will be called on Epling, and it will count. Epling with his third personal. Reber now has got seven points in the ballgame. Purdy out, Camacho in, and the Bears have regained the lead at 42-41. to Reber tonight 0 for 2 from the line. He shoots it, got it. Reber with 8. And it's 43-41, Waynedale with a minute 10 to go in the ballgame. Into the front court, Rose gets it off to Henniger, and a foul will be called on Camacho reaching in, and that will send Henniger to the line. Not sure if that was planned or not, but that was a touch foul nonetheless. Camacho with his first personal. Now Clay Miller will leave the ballgame, and Purdy is returning. 43-41. 43-41. They're trying to put Purdy in the ballgame in situation where he's on offense alone. Going line right is Henninger. Shoots it. No good. Rebound taken down by Ryan Weaver. Weaver will clear it up the floor. Into the front court to Purdy. 
Purdy with it off on the right-hand side. Reaver. Reaver between the circles. 53 seconds, and now Kevin Stacey will take a timeout. 52.6 seconds to go in the ball game for Waynedale in your score. It's now the Bears 43 and Chippewa 41. The Spidel Funeral Home has been serving the community for over 125 years, providing compassionate and professional services for families when they need it the most. From the first call, the Spidel Funeral Home will walk through the process with you, assisting you in your choices. During trying times, families pull together. Turn to someone that understands family. The Spidel Funeral Home, a name you can trust with service that is endearing. In two locations, on Main Street in Mount Eaton and on Chestnut Street in Brewster. The Spidel Funeral Home, just like family, there when you need them. 43-41, Bears lead it by two. Boy, you couldn't have had... You know, actually, Chris Lapish brought it to our attention earlier tonight. This is the third great game in a row that the Bears have had at home. You've got to go all the way back to the double overtime tournament game a year ago last year against Orville that was held right here at Bears Gymnasium. And then, of course, Tuesday night's win over Manchester. And now tonight, the Bears lead it by two. 43-41, 43-41, and they've got the basketball over on the far side in the front court. Purdy will put the ball in play. Looking into the backcourt, looking into the front court, trying to get it in. Does to Weaver, sideline right. Weaver at the arc to the left side and a reach-in foul on Henniger. And again, they had fouls to give. That is their fifth foul, so they've got one left to give before they send the Bears to the line. 49.7 seconds to go in the ballgame. Now Lindemann will check back in and Henniger will come out. Waynedale has got two timeouts left, a 30 and a 60. And now let's see what's going on. They're going to say the foul has occurred underneath the free throw line, so the ball will be put in play underneath the Waynedale bucket. Purdy is going to inbound it. The mullet, right block. Back out to Spidell. Spidell at the three-point arc. Spins, spins. Gets it back out to Purdy. Purdy is going to be fouled on the play. And now we've got a scuffle going on between Hunsell and Purdy. And I don't think they're going to call anything. They're just going to have some words with Purdy and Hunsell. So the foul will be called on Hunsell. That will be his third. That's the sixth. So the next one, Chippewa will send Waynedale to the line. 41.8 seconds to go in the ballgame. Bears with a two-point lead, 43-41. And Purdy will put the ball in play after some scolding by the official to the players on the floor. Purdy looking, can't find anyone. Inbounds the ball to Weaver. And a foul will be called. Sideline right. And that will be called on Lindemann. So that will send the Bears to the line. Lindemann is first. And going line left will be Ryan Weaver. Weaver has got eight points tonight, and he'll shoot one and one. Weaver on the year, one of three from the line for 33%. 40.6 seconds to go in the ballgame. Bears by two. Weaver, front end. Put it up. In and out. No. Rebound loose on the floor. Picked off the floor by Chippewa. And then Weaver knocked down the rebounder and a foul. No foul. It'll be a travel call on Lindemann. Lindemann with the travel after the rebound. He fell down, grabbed the rebound, and then fell down. Waynedale's going to take a timeout. 
Lindemann was screaming that he got thrown to the floor. The official who was five feet from it didn't call it, and then the sideline official came in and did. Bears will have it back with 36 seconds to go in the game, and your score, Waynedale 43 and Chippewa 41. Are you ready to remodel your kitchen or bathroom, but you're worried about lengthy and inconvenient renovations? Then you need Clayzac Kitchen and Bath. Hi, this is Shorty Miller, owner of Clayzac Kitchen and Bath, a family-owned business that has served the area for 20 years. We provide a top-notch renovation from floor to ceiling in a time frame you won't believe and customize everything to your style and taste. Visit us at clayzac.com. That's C-L-A-Z-A-K.com to learn how to get the kitchen or bath of your dreams. Well, there's 36 seconds to go in the ballgame. 43-41. Bears lead it by two. Waynedale has got one timeout left, and that is a 30. Chippewa has got three timeouts left. They are all 60s. Jim Foster comes over to the scorer's table and cannot believe the turn of events that just happened there. Bears have the basketball left of their own bucket. 36.2 seconds to go. Weaver can't find anyone, and now there's a foul called away from the ball, and it'll be on Epling holding underneath. That is his fourth. Now Henniger's going to come back into the ballgame for Chippewa. So is Camacho for the Bears. Hunsel will leave for Chips, and Spidell leaves the floor. 36.2 seconds to go in the ballgame. No time elapsed off the clock. Mullet, line left. He's 0 for 2 from the stripe. He's shooting 1 and 1. Put it up, spun it in and out. No, rebound, Epling. Epling gets it up the floor to Rose. Now to Henniger. Henniger. 43-41 to Bailey for three. No good. Rebound Rose. Ball taken away. Weaver tried to steal it away from him. It goes out of bounds. Back to the Chips. And now Chippewa wants to use a timeout. Boy, what a game this has been. It's been a struggle for both ball clubs here in this one. There's 23.1 seconds to go in the ball game. And your score. It's now Waynedale 43. Chippewa 41. Whether your idea of a perfect home is a charming farmhouse in the countryside or a relaxed family-centered home in a friendly neighborhood, no one understands discerning buyers better than Weaver Custom Homes. We believe that your home should reflect your personality and lifestyle in every detail. Our team will collaborate with you and bring your vision to life to tell your unique story. We invite you to tour our award-winning design center in historic downtown Worcester and get inspired to build a truly custom home. For more information, go to WeaverCustomHomes.com. Well, we do have one final score for you. Northwestern won tonight over Dalton, 58-55. to Now we've got another one. Triway defeated Fairless, 49-27. Here it's 43-41, Waynedale by two with 23.1 seconds to go. And the Chips will have the basketball back and a chance to tie. Bears come out with Reber, Mullet, Weaver, Camacho, and Purdy. Lindemann, Rose, Epling, Bailey, and Henniger out on the floor for the chips. And Henniger is going to put the ball in play on the sideline down in the corner, right at the end of the Chippewa bench. He inbounds it. Out to Rose between the circles. Rose with it left side. Around a pick by Epling. Top of the circle to the right wing. He's going to drive the lane, lay it up, and it'll go. Tie ball game. 
Boy, a pretty play. Rose has got nine. Up the floor, Weaver. We're tied at 43. Nine seconds to go. Purdy with the basketball on the right-hand side. And now a timeout taken by Waynedale and Kevin Stacy with only 4.9 seconds to go in the ball game, and it is going to be 8.30, so we'll keep it right here. That's the last timeout of the game for Kevin Stacy in this one with 4.9 seconds to go. This has been a struggle. 13-6 at the end of one. Chippewa on top. 23-19 at halftime. They were up by 5, 32-27 at the end of three, and now we're tied at 43-43 with 4.9 seconds to go. And let's see what Rick Geiser and Kevin Stacy diagram up for this one at the end of the ballgame. For Chippewa, they've got Lindemann, Hunsell, Epling, Rose, and Bailey. For the Bears, Weaver, who was the Hero Tuesday, Spidell, Reber, Mullen, and Purdy will put the ball in play on the far side. 4.9 seconds to go. Bears will either win it here or send it to overtime. Purdy inbounds it to Reber. Reber between the circles. Three seconds. Gets it over to Purdy. He'll shoot it for three. Off the top of the backboard. No good. And we are going to overtime. And why not? It's been a struggle all night long. You might as well provide the struggle a little while longer. We are tied at 43, and overtime is next on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Jim Lachey, Ohio State football All-American and NFL Super Bowl champion on Achieve. Hi, I'm Jim Lachey. Studies show that students who play school sports tend to have better attendance records, higher grade point average, fewer discipline problems, and are more likely to pursue a college education. High school sports also teaches leadership, character, and provide the foundation for becoming a good citizen. Let's respect the game. And remember, always keep the student first and student athlete. This message brought to you by the Ohio High School Athletic Association. Well, they have put four minutes up on the clock, and that's what we've got. Another four-minute overtime period here tonight from Waynedale. We are tied at 43-43. Colton Purdy had a shot from the right side, but it hit the side of the backboard. And now we'll go OT. Rose, Lindemann, Epling, along with, see if I can see him out there, Bailey and Hunsell. For the Bears, Purdy, Mullet, Reber, Weaver, and Spidell. Each team gets an extra timeout. Keep that in mind. Each team gets an extra timeout. So the ball in the center circle will tip it off, and the ball is regained in the backcourt by Rose. And here we go in the overtime period. With it, Rose gets it off to Lindemann. Lindemann with it on the right-hand side. Goes left-hand side. Now to Rose. Rose with it back to Lindemann between the circles. Jump pass, tried to get it to Rose. He threw it away and out of bounds. That is 16 turnovers tonight on the chips. Spidell will put the ball in play, and he does to Purdy. And Purdy will bring it up. Purdy in the backcourt against a 1-2-2 full-court pressure. Gets it off to Weaver. Weaver, now to Purdy. Purdy just gets it across the timeline. Over on the right sideline to Reaver. 3.23 left to go in this ballgame. We're tied at 43. Purdy with the basketball. Around a pick by Mullet. He'll shoot the top of the key. Three off the back iron. Nope. Rebound loose. Comes down to Spidell. He ripped it away from two. Off to Reber. Right corner. Three. Got it. As he fell into the cheerleaders. Reber.
Weaver has got 11, and what a great offensive rebound by Spidell. 46-43, the Bears are on top of it again. With it on the right-hand side, underneath pass, it goes to Epling, laid it up right side, good. Epling has got 11, and now the officials are calling a timeout because the net at the end of the floor on the Waynedale end is caught in the rim. So they get that taken care of. And now Chippewa will be able to reset the full court pressure. Putting it in play is Reber. Reber in the backcourt. Gets it off to Purdy. Up the floor to Reber. Knocks free. Stolen away by Henniger. He'll drive the lane. Lay it up and in. Boy, not a good time for a turnover there. And Chippewa has regained the lead in the ball game at 47-46. Purdy into the front court. Purdy with the basketball now to Weaver. Two and a half minutes to go. Right sideline to Purdy for three. Got it! Purdy, his first bucket of the ball game, and the Bears have taken the lead again at 49-47. Now the teams heat up here in the overtime. With it is Henniger. Henniger double teamed out near the sideline. Picks it up, gets it off on the left-hand side to Rose. Rose with the left of the front court. Dribbles around to the center circle. Now to the top of the key to the free throw line. Left wing to Lindemann. Lindemann down to the corner. Goes in against Mullet. Put it up. No. Rebound comes down on the floor to Reber. Reber's going to bring it up. Reber into the front court. Up the floor to Spidell. Five footer right baseline. Got it. Spidell with four. 51-47. Bears a minute 45 to go in the ball game. In this overtime period. Rose with it on the left-hand side. Spins to his left to the center circle. To the top of the key. Left wing to Epling. Now on the left baseline to Lindemann. He'll drive in. Put it up. Blocked out of the air by Mullet. Pulled down by Reber. Reber will bring it up on the run. Pull up from 17 right side. No. And the rebound taken down by Rose. Rose will get it up the floor. Into the front court. Off to Henniger. Henniger drives right side. He'll put it up on the run. No. Rebound taken down by Mullet. Mullet has gotten seven rebounds in the second half, nine all total. 51-47 Bears with a minute eight to go in the ballgame. Purdy around a pick by Mullet. Into the lane. Behind the back pass. Stolen away. Not a good pass. Up the floor by Epling. Epling now gets it off to Lindemann. Lindemann will bring it into the front court. Timeout. Chippewa. 56.9 seconds to go in the ballgame. And your score, it's now Wayndale 51 and Chippewa 47. College football's only two-time Heisman Trophy winner, Ohio State's Archie Griffin, on educational athletics. High school sports are about so much more than wins and losses. Interscholastic athletics are an extension of the classroom and teach life lessons that truly completes a young person's education. Interscholastic athletics help give young men and women the tools they need to be successful in the biggest game of all, the game of life. A message from the Ohio High School Athletic Association. Boy, this has been one crazy ball game. You can look at this one and say both teams really didn't want to win this thing early in the contest. And now they get into the overtime period and they're suddenly taking it seriously. 51-47. Bears lead it by four in the ballgame. With about 40 seconds to go in the contest. Chippewa using the timeout. They've got the basketball. Now there's some conversations going on. And now they're talking about things at the scorer's table. And now the official is saying that Chippewa 
doesn't have two timeouts left. They've only got the one that they were given at the beginning of the overtime. I was always of the, under the impression that you get the timeouts that you didn't use in the regulation plus one. And now the official, okay, the official was wrong. That's why I say you shouldn't have officials take an open book test because basketball is not an open book refereeing job. 51-47 is the score, and the Chips will have the basketball. Now what I've got, the Chips with three timeouts left, and Waynedale has got one. Scoreboard shows none for Chippewa, but I don't think that's correct. With it is Rose. Rose with 51 seconds to go in the ballgame. Rose dribbling in against Purdy on the right wing. Crossover dribble, top of the key. Jump pass over on the left side to Bailey. Back to Rose, top side. Bears playing good defense. Off to Henninger, right wing. Blocked out of the air by Spidell. Pulled down by Mullet. Mullet gets it back off to Purdy. Purdy with the basketball on the baseline and a foul will be called. Boy, Lee Foster is beside himself with the officiating tonight. 51-47, seconds to go. Foul is going to be called on Lindemann. That is his second. And going line left will be Purdy. Purdy will be shooting one and one. 51-47, 32.8 left to go. Purdy shoots it. No good off the iron. And Spidell went over the top and committed the foul. That is the second on Steven. And the ninth against the Bears as a team. So both teams are going to be in the double bonus for the rest of this ballgame. Both teams have nine team fouls. Going line right is Spencer Bailey. He has got ten. And this will be his first trip to the stripe tonight. He's shooting one and one. 32 seconds left to go. Now they're saying Chippewa's got two timeouts left. I actually had them for three, but they've got two. And Bailey puts in the first one. He's got 11. 51-48. Hunsell will come in at the next buzzer. Bailey gets that one. He's got 12. Hunsell in. Henniger out for the chips. Two-point Waynedale lead. 51-49. Bears against full-court pressure. Reaver's going to put it in on the back baseline. Looking, looking. Inbounds it to Mullet. Mullet right side will dribble it into the front court. Bounce pass underneath the Spidell. Layup good. Spidell with six. 53-49. 20 seconds to go in the ballgame. Rose right side gets a pass over on the left side to Lindemann. Over on the left baseline to Hunsell. Put it up and in. Hunsell with his first bucket of the night. And it's 53-51. 14 seconds to go in the ballgame. And the Chips take a timeout. It will be a 30. Timeout on the floor. 14 ticks left. It's 53-41 Waynedale. There's just one place where students are students first. And athletics are played with purpose and perspective. There's just one place where a team is more than a group of individual agendas. It's a catalyst for demonstrating the potential of the collaborative spirit. There's just one place where players, coaches, and fans experience the exhilaration that happens when an entire community rallies behind the school team. That place is your local high school. High school sports offer more than the joy of competition. 
Studies show that student-athletes are more likely to enjoy greater levels of achievement in other areas of their lives, including academics. In addition, high school sports help young people in Ohio develop the discipline and confidence they need to be leaders in life, even as they unite communities like nothing else. High school sports, a winning part of a complete education. This message presented by the Ohio High School Athletic Association and the Ohio Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. This has just been a classic struggle tonight by two teams that really didn't play like they wanted to win early, but now they're leaving everything on the floor. 53-51 Waynedale. Reaver's going to put the ball in play with 14 seconds to go. And he does some mullet, and a foul will be called on Bailey. Now, Bailey is arguing, but honestly, he had a hold of mullet by the jersey and was pulling on it. So I don't understand why he's even arguing the foul call, but he is. Henninger will come in now for Chippewa, and Mullet will go line left, shooting two shots, because that will put the Bears in the double bonus. So Mullet, who is 0 for 3 tonight from the line, with 13.1 seconds to go. Eisen shoots it. No good again off the side iron. He's missed three in a row off the side iron. Spidell out, Camacho in. Chippewa has one timeout left, so does the Bears. Both are 60s. Mullet the second one. This is the difference between two and three. Put it up. Nope. Rebound comes down to Bailey. Bailey will bring it up, and now a timeout taken by Chippewa again. They're going to take another timeout here with 9.4 seconds to go. It is a full. That will be their last time out. Your score. It is now Waynedale 53, Chippewa 51. Jim Lachey, Ohio State football All-American and NFL Super Bowl champion on Achieve. Hi, I'm Jim Lachey. Studies show that students who play school sports tend to have better attendance records, higher grade point average, fewer discipline problems, and are more likely to pursue a college education. High school sports also teaches leadership, character, and provide the foundation for becoming a good citizen. Let's respect the game. And remember, always keep the student first and student athlete. This message brought to you by the Ohio High School Athletic Association. All right, let's set the timeouts for you. 9.4 seconds to go in the ballgame. Chippewa has no timeouts left. Waynedale has one timeout left. 53-51 Bears here in the overtime period. The Chips have the basketball after Adam Mullet stood there and missed two free shots. They got the rebound, brought it up to midcourt, took the timeout. They could either tie it with a two, take the lead with a three, or go home upset with themselves after the next 9.4 seconds. Putting it in play will be Rose. They're going to line it up at midcourt. Rose into the backcourt to Epling. Rose goes back and gets it. Picked up by Weaver. Rose between the circles around a pick by Epling. Rose has got the basketball. He's going to drive the lane. Kick it back out to Henniger for three. No. Rebound comes down to the Bears. And that's the ball game. The Bears sneak it out here tonight at Waynedale High School as they pull out the ball game by a final score of 53 to 51. The Bears go 1-1 one one in conference play, 2-2 two two overall in the next Friday night's game at Smithville. 
while the Chippewa Chips have now lost two in a row, but this one a heartbreaker as the Bears win it here tonight. This is a big one by a final score of 53-51. to The postgame show is next on UltimateSportsTalk.com. listening to an UltimateSportsTalk.com presentation of Waynedale Golden Bears High School Basketball. This game has been brought to you by the Spidel Funeral Home, Yoder Builders, the Harvest Market in Apple Creek, the Fire and Ice Pub in Fredericksburg, Ivan Weaver Construction, Murphy's Promotion, the Apple Creek Drive-Thru, Casa de Sassi, the Shout Brothers Farms, Miller Custom Exteriors, Troyer Signs, Dutch Quality Stone in Mount Eaton, Deb's Den in Apple Creek, Weaver Custom Homes, Reaver Milk Transport in Apple Creek, Playzac Kitchens, and Troyer Roofing. The star of the game show is next on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Yoder Builders in Orville, your one-stop shop for full-service construction services. Residential or remodeling construction, masonry work, finished basements, and decks. Anything you need to improve your way of life. Yoder Builders in Orville offers uncompromising customer satisfaction on every job. From the ground up to a new house and everything else. Call Yoder Builders in Orville, 330-684-1050. A member of the HBA and proud supporter of Waynedale Athletics. It's time for the Star of the Game Show, brought to you by Lem's Pizza on the Square in Fredericksburg. Celebrating 20 years in business. Order now by calling 695-7111. Now let's go back to the floor for a recap of tonight's game and the presentation of the Star of the Game. Well, wow, what a ball game here tonight. The Bears end up winning it by the final score of 53 to 51 in overtime. It was all tied up at 43 apiece at the end of regulation, and it was a struggle just getting there. Neither team really wanted to shoot the ball well. They didn't really seem to play very well in the first four quarters of action. The Bears were down by seven at the end of one, 13 to six. Then they were down at halftime by four, 23-19. It was 32-27 at the end of three. And then the Bears tied things up, and it went into overtime, 43-43. And then in the overtime period, the Bears and Chips really fought in that overtime period, that four-minute stanza. They, all of them came out and played as hard as they could and put together some good basketball. The turnovers were set aside, and the Bears ended up outscoring Chippewa 10-8 in that overtime period. The Chips had a shot from the corner by Henniger for the win, but it hit off the front iron, and that was the ball game. The Bears end up winning at 53-51. to Waynedale now 2-2 two two overall. They are 1-1 one one in conference play. They'll play at Smithville next Friday night. The Chips, they're now 2-2. Two two. They are 0-2 oh in Wayne County Athletic League play. We'll give you the stat story of tonight's game and give away the Lemps Pizza star of the game 
right after this timeout. At Lem's Pizza on the square in Fredericksburg, you can expect a pizza you won't get anywhere else. One of the reasons they're celebrating 20 years in business is they use the finest ingredients combined with friendly hometown service. They not only offer pizza, but great subs, wings, and 24 flavors of ice cream. Eat in or carry out. Lem's Pizza is open for lunch every day at 1030 and Sundays at 1. Open until 9 on Sunday, Monday through Thursday until 10, and Friday and Saturday until 11. It's not just a pizza, it's Lem's Pizza. Call 695-7111. Well, when I get to the free throw shooting, you're not going to believe what the stats are on the free throw shooting tonight. But first of all, let's take a look at the individual stats. First of all, for the Wayndale Golden Bears. They were led tonight by Derek Reber. He was the only one in double figures. Nine players tonight scored individually for the Bears. And Reber led them with 11 points. He had two three-pointers, one of three from the line. Reber had five rebounds in the ballgame. And all 11 of his points came in the second half. Adam Mullet had eight points tonight, but he was 0 for 5 from the free throw line. Mullet grabbed nine rebounds in the ballgame, and two of them were offensive. Ryan Weaver had eight points, 0 of 1 from the line, three rebounds. Getting the, getting the point yet so far where I'm telling you where this is going with free throws? Eight points off the bench for Clay Miller tonight. He had two three-pointers. They all came in the third quarter, and he played outstanding basketball. Six points to Steven Spidell. Four points going to Manny Camacho. Three points to Colton Purdy. 0 for 1 from the line tonight for Purdy. And he had five rebounds in the ballgame. Brock Holmes had three points on a three-pointer. He had one rebound. And Philip Brewer came in in the second quarter and played. He had two points on an offensive putback with that one offensive rebound. The Bears from the field, they were 17 of 37 from two-point range for 46%. From three-point range, they were 6 of 16 for 38% tonight. From the free throw line, get this, Waynedale 1 of 10 from the line tonight for just 10% in the ball game. Now forgive me, but I've got to count up the rebounds here very quickly. You've got 4, 5, 13, 16, 18, 19 rebounds in the second half for the Bears. So they finished up with 31 all total. For Chippewa, 5, 8, 9, 11, 11 rebounds for just 23. So the Bears really took advantage of the boards in the second half. They out-rebounded Chippewa 31-23. to 23. Turnovers, though, the Bears committed 25 turnovers in the ballgame. Chippewa committed 16 in the contest. Offensively for the Chips, they were led by Spencer Bailey's 12. He had two three-pointers, two of two from the line, and five rebounds. Nine points going to, excuse me, Ben Epling had 11 points, one of four from the line. Epling grabbed 11 rebounds in the ballgame, so he had a double-double tonight. Charlie, uh, <laughs> we just had Chris Lapish disconnect us for a quick second. We are back on, no problem. So... <laughs> I know, Chris is trying, we're trying to get out of here as quickly as possible because they're setting up for the duels tomorrow morning for the wrestling duels. So let's get out of here. Epling had 11, he had a double-double. Steven Rose with 9, Brock Lindemann with 8, Charlie Henniger with 7, Kate Durbin and Connor Hunsell each had 2. We're going to give away our Lem's Pizza start of the game and wrap things up from here right after this timeout. 
2016 marks the 20th year in business for Lem's Pizza. Lem's not only offers the best in pizza, but also subs, wings, and 24 flavors of ice cream. From the beginning, Lem's Pizza has strived to provide a high-quality product combined with great, friendly, hometown customer service. Lem's Pizza, on the square in Fredericksburg. Open for lunch every day at 10.30 and Sundays at 1. Open until 9 on Sundays, Monday through Thursday until 10, and Friday and Saturday until 11. Order now by calling 695-7111. All right, let's give away our Lem's Pizza star of the game and wrap things up from here. We're going to give it away to Clay Miller tonight. Clay had eight points in the third quarter. Really sparked the, the uh, Bears in the third quarter of play with those two three-pointers. He had eight points total, which is a new season high, new career high for Clay at the varsity level. He had eight points. He is our Lem's Pizza star of the game tonight. He gets a large two-item pizza free from Lem's Pizza on the square in Fredericksburg. That's going to wrap it up. Our next broadcast game tomorrow morning at 11.30 from Canton Central Catholic. We'll be on the air at 11.10. Bears broadcast will be next Friday night from Smithville. We'll be on the air at 7.30 with the pregame show at 7.05. Our thanks to Chris Lapish for replugging us back in to Kevin Stacy earlier tonight. Jim Farr, I, I knew I was going to say that, Lee Foster from Chippewa. Jim Foster is the old Ohio State girls basketball coach. Lee Foster, head coach Andrew Conyers, the athletic director at Chippewa. Our thanks to Mandy Wanzik for posting things on Facebook. Bill Knopfsinger for taking all the photos. Check those out on Facebook. Our thanks to Greg Mitchell for producing tonight's show. But most of all, our thanks to you for listening. I'm Dave Mitchell reminding you once again the final score. It was Waynedale in overtime, 53, Chippewa, 51. Until tomorrow morning, I'm Dave Mitchell. Have a good night, everybody. You've been listening to the Star of the Game Show, brought to you by Lem's Pizza, on the square in Fredericksburg. Order now by calling 695-7111. Join us after every game for the Star of the Game Show, and join us next time for Waynedale Golden Bears basketball. This has been an Ultimate Sports Talk Internet Radio presentation.